Hi, I'm Danny Belvin. And I'm Danica Brown. And we're Biracial Unicorns. And I thought I was awkward in person, but I am way more awkward over Zoom. <laughs> I feel like just saying that was awkward. <laughs> that was really awkward. I freaking wrote it and it still was just so, <laughs> so awkward, guys. You don't even understand. I knew it was coming and it still felt awkward. It did. I just... Uh, I'm not like throwing shade. I'm just no, saying that I like mean, just the thought of like the awkwardness on Zoom, I think makes us yeah. all more awkward. It. You know what? Actually, the original line was like, and some of us aren't aware of our best camera angle option, like angles mm-hmm. and it shows. And I thought that was a bit negative. That but is pretty negative. <laughs> it's real negative for me, especially. It's real negative. But I'm, I'm never more aware of lighting angles and absent of like absence of space than on Zoom. And we're using Zoom so much more now that like handle our businesses, meetings, connect with people, and you're just. I feel like you're just more hyper aware of your face in community. <laughs> I've never been so aware of what I look like in conversation, and it's awful. Well, the problem with video calls and video conferences is that you can see yourself in one of those little squares. So it's like, unlike in person, where you can't see yourself and you're not aware, (laughs) like you're very aware of what you look like. It's terrible. Oh, I'm like, does my hair move every time I get it slightly excited? The answer is yes, Danny. (laughs) It's a little shake. I love yes, it. <laughs> yes, and there's nostril flaring. It's just, it's awful. Mm. I'm like, no one should have to like. I shouldn't have to see that. I'm already with me. That's enough already. But it's right. it's one of the things you have to train yourself. Just when you thought you were strong, that you like moved <laughs> past some insecurities, yes. Zoom comes in, just fucks yep. that all up the whole way. Oh no. Oh no. Speaking of insecurities, I'm going to slide right into the DMs of our topic today. Speaking of I thought I was a strong independent, you know, brown woman. No. Our our topic today was very <laughs> no. all kind of insecurities. And that's oh my goodness. Light topics. I mean, I was just sitting there been like, "Dang, I need to go back to therapy." Like it was. So, yep. Yep, just scoot right into into some insecurities. For today our topic is personality tests. I mean, who doesn't love personality tests? I've got feelings. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh Just my keeping goodness. it light, or I thought we were keeping it light. Yes. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, so so you thought, and I had to do a lot of like interpersonal digging. And uh, it, it, any, anyway, so why why would we go over personal personality tests right now? Well, we're we're trying to keep it light mm-hmm. in this heavy world. Also, personality tests are are interesting. I mean, the mm-hmm. the draw people have to personality tests, I guess, is what makes them interesting. Like people posting, you know, what friends character are you or whatever. Like those personality tests, people really into. Um, mm-hmm. But we kind of looked at these more, quote, scientific, unquote, personality <laughs> tests that are not actually based in science, my friends. Yeah. These are the tests that like businesses use and different things use to kind of categorize or understand their employees. And quite Mm -hmm. honestly, I've actually at my current job, I've done both of the quizzes, both the tests we're talking about today. All of us did them and discussed them at a staff meeting. And oh, wow. What was that like? It was interesting, but it's also like, it's interesting to see how people see themselves, I guess. Mm. In my place of work, it's not like we all like each other. We all get along. So it doesn't feel like we were being judged. It was more what's an effective way to communicate and to work with each other Mm. based off of these tests. So I think in, in that sense, it's good. But I think as far as employment tests or other Uh things it's it's scary but we can get into that later so Mm -hmm. um we took two tests we took the meyer briggs personality test not the full one just a free online one yeah because the full one takes like yeah an hour (laughs) and a million dollars to do (gasps) girl yeah no one has time for that yeah Probably not a million dollars, but more money than I'm willing to spend on a test. Yeah, not today. Not today. Not in this economy. <laughs> not, not indeed. 
<laughs> and then we also took the Enneagram personality test. Which I have never done. I have done Myers-Briggs before, but I've never done the Enneagram one before. Yeah. And that's that's the one that messed me up. So hmm. let's talk about the other one first. All right. <laughs> I took Myers-Briggs the first time also at a job, actually, uh, when I was maybe 19. I had this job where I taught theater classes for kids on the weekends at a university. And so all of us who were teachers, our supervisor had us all take this test and discuss it as like our professional development for the year. Hmm. And I was the only one who was introverted. And everyone was like, I mean, this was before I knew about introversion and extroversion. Mm. And everyone was like, no, all theater people are extroverts. And I'm like, (laughs) really? Huh. Okay. I had no idea what was going on. But anyways, I was going to say something that people tend to have problems with, with the Myers-Briggs is that it's inconsistent but for Mm. me every single time i have taken it since i was 19 i have tested the same personality type Mm. interesting and so what what is it i want to hear your personality what's your (laughs) what's your type well i have i've kind of had the same experience i i do see where people are talking about with the inconsistency but if you especially if you take these tests over long periods of time. Like I said, the first time I took mine, I was in my early 20s for a job. But now I just think you answer questions a little differently now. Because mm-hmm. you you grow and you change. And so for me, some of them have been slightly different, vastly different, but pretty much the same. I, I'm an advocate personality. Mm. And what's the the letters for that? It's the INFJA slash INFJ. Oh, I'm, I'm like a turbulent advocate, basically. INFJP. INFJ. T. Dash T, yeah. Cool. We're very similar then. Mm. Um, I, I am an INTJ T, a Ooh. turbulent INTJ. The test we took calls that the architect. Mm. Yeah. We're both introverted more than extroverted. Mm-hmm. We're both intuitive more than sensing. I am thinking you are feeling and we're both judging more than perceiving yes and cool. i am definitely i am definitely turbulent <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've actually i think i've done this we did 16 personalities we can include the links in the show notes yeah but i think i've done this particular one before and i think i got assertive instead of turbulent last time i took it mm. but i don't actually remember but turbulent definitely sounds more like me. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I don't think I got turbulent last time. I'm like, that seems new. I think I got more assertive last time. And so I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I am too, I guess. I think what you were saying about feeling like you answer things differently now when we all change and grow was why I had convinced myself so thoroughly that I was like, I am not going to get an INTJ this time. Like when I took this test, I was like, I'm going to be something different. And then I got INTJ and I was like, oh, I guess I haven't changed. No, it, it it's one of those things where the core, we have some, and like we talked about, you have morals and values and a code and a belief system. But the thing, I think how you respond to things can change. Does that make sense? Mm. So I think there Mm. might be like for both of us, we don't necessarily get energy by being out in big crowds. And if we could pick between the two things we want to do, we're not going to go and put ourselves in a very uncomfortable, loud, unfamiliar situation. But I think when we are put in them, how we handle them might be a little bit different because Mm. of just how we I know I handle that a lot more different now, which is why I probably get the eyebrow when I say "Eh, I'm actually a little bit more subdued person my preference what gives me energy is to be a little bit more private and reserved what's why it's shocking because i'm like as i've grown i've just realized people don't respond well to that so i just go i just do and you just put up with it and you friendly and talk to people and it's just interesting it's kind of like what you said before about how people view themselves Mm. you know what i mean yeah and and i think that's another Thing that can happen with these tests is people, instead of answering them mm-hmm. about themselves, they're ask- answering them about like 
their ideal version of themselves. Mm, say it. Because you, you have right. to be, I think for these to really, uh, that's my problem with these being kind of used within that business setting. Because people, <laughs> there's always that little bit of like what we wish we were kind of thing that's always mm-hmm. going to be happening. We can't help that. So it's asking somebody to answer questions based upon the personality they want to be not what they honestly are. And that's so hard to be. I find very few people in the world to be truly that attuned and that open to be that transparent. Yeah. I think perhaps like not to toot my own horn, but like (laughs) perhaps why I so consistently test the same is like, I have been very sure of myself as a person for a Mm. long time. So I don't think like while I have changed and I have grown, I don't feel that I am fundamentally different than I was at 12, which sounds Mm. weird. But I think I'm I'm very like set in in a lot of ways. And so maybe that makes answering these things fine. Also, I have no qualms with answering a question that's like, I prefer revenge to forgiveness. Yes, like I know I, I know that question. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that is not a healthy attitude. I want to be a forgiving person, but you know I put strongly agree. Oh, I sure <laughs> did. I sure did. And I know you knew my little lollipop eating behind put the other side. Like I was like, no, yeah. revenge gets us nowhere. But I but I think that's what's just so like beautiful about it like even people on the onset that can look like they have nothing in common still having that understanding of one another like now I know when I talk to you I'm like I can't necessarily hit you with an idea that's going to be very forgiveness open benefit (laughs) of the doubt not I'm like I'm like well what happens if we clap back though do you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah And go from there and then work that way. It's really about, I like this being used as a tactic to, like you said, to communicate with one another. And I think, especially if you find yourself struggling to find common ground with people you are vastly, you know, opposed for, you have different walks of life. This could be a very great tool that's not based on science, but for employment. I mean, I have actually seen people be excluded from jobs because they don't necessarily match with the personality type per se. Yeah. And I think that is absolutely a problem with using it as an employment test because just within all the types it's not like this is a complete profile of who you are as a person a lot of not gonna lie a lot of intj traits ring very true for me Mm. and a lot of them ring very true as things i hate in other people which is hard Mm. hard for me to handle but i'm like that's also very me but i also hate when other people are that way Mm. so that's hard (laughs) but that doesn't mean that you can't adapt to do a certain job or you could do a job well but in a different way than expected so Say I agree that it's it's a nice way to know how to communicate with other people, but perhaps not a good way to pigeonhole people into what they can and cannot do. Exactly. Because even these personality types, I still I'm like 16 sounds like a lot, but it's really not. No. <laughs> it sounds like a lot. And I know they've done a lot of research, even within each personality, there's, you know, slants and emphasis, but still within that, if you look at the complexity of people it's so hard to place people's experiences the mindsets within these categories and so it it's a good base but not as the norm so is there anything like maybe one section you want to like breeze through from yours that you find to be either completely spot on or you're like yeah there's nothing about this particular part that speaks to me that is about me Mm. Well, this site claims that Michelle Obama is an INTJ, so that makes me kind of proud. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty amazing. Right? Like, who doesn't want to be uh, Michelle Obama? <laughs> mm. But no, I think a lot of it really, like, speaks very true about who I am. And I've, like I said, I've, I've taken this test a lot of times. I've seen these results a lot of times. I've shared them with, like, people close to me, and they're all like, yep, that is spot on 100% you. <laughs> So I guess, okay, so like the strengths of my type are a quick, imaginative, strategic mind, high self-confidence, which is not me, 
Um, mm. But interesting that it's there because I come off as a very confident p- person to people who don't know me very well. Independent, decisive, hardworking, determined, open-minded, jack-of-all-trades type where the weaknesses are arrogant, which I can be a little arrogant, judgmental, overly analytical, loathe highly structured environments, and clueless in romance, which... Yikes. <laughs> Which was like pretty fucking harsh, um, but perhaps somewhat true of myself. I am I am very oblivious when other people have romantic feelings for me. I like mm. I just honestly don't notice, and it takes them like explicitly saying something for me oh, to wow. know. Like I'm oh. like complete. Like it's not even like on my radar that like someone could feel that way about me. So it's interesting. I mean, I'm on one hand, it might be just kind of nice that you just don't assume because there's those people on the other spectrum that are just like everyone here wants to do me. And that's not great either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think oh, that's actually really cool. I can see I, I mean, I can see what you mean by like your friends like, yeah, that that is you. But that's a that's a really good fun friend thing to do is switch up yours. Um, let's see. My strengths are creative insightful inspiring and convincing which i'm not even quite sure what that means <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding i'm a good orator which if anyone listens to this show they know that's not true i'm warm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm warm and passionate decisive uh i guess so determined and passionate altruistic oh i guess it makes me sound like a pet but uh, I think it's just having really strong beliefs, which I, I I do feel that. And I'm like, OK, that's kind of nice. I don't think I wouldn't classify myself as decisive, but not indecisive, which that should probably already tell you. The, <laughs> it should be more of a weakness. Weaknesses are sensitive, which I do. I do get that. Like, I feel really deeply. But the next thing is what compensates. I'm extremely private. So I'm very mm. I'm extremely private about my sensitivity. <laughs> Which causes problems uh, in I the mean, relationship. That's also that's also me, and I mm-hmm. think also. Well, I guess we share so many of the same traits, but I'm like deeply private, like very deeply private, and also incredibly sensitive, but n- would never express my sensitivity to any mm. other person. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I've got a perfectionist. Always needs to have a cause. Which mm. I'm like, and I read, I'm like, what's so bad about that? And once again, the the extremity uh, can burn out easily because of the passion from the causes. So it right. was really funny reading one weakness and then literally the weakness underneath it explaining the weakness before it. I'm like, yeah, that that sounds like me, a little weakness sandwich. That's perfect. Thanks for putting it all together for me. But it's good, though, because I think even like I said, having that ability to step outside yourself whether you it's like you know astrology whether you want to believe mm-hmm. it wholeheartedly or not it is can be a helpful tool to put you somewhere on the map of a way to like how can i have some self-improvement which brings me to the other personality test so i didn't even i had to look up a lot of this stuff because i didn't i just wasn't familiar with it did you have to yeah. do these for jobs too because they seem very invasive I have only, yeah, I have only done the Enneagram for my current job. Okay. So I am, I'm less familiar with Enneagram and it is a very complicated world (laughs) to dive into. You didn't tell me. I'm like, there's arcs and triangles and I'm like, but yeah, it it feels way more personal than the Mm. personality tests. Yeah. Tell me about your, your Enneagram. Okay. So, uh, so I am, I'm a type with okay. a so I apparently that. yeah it's a type four it's a type four strong second five so they say it's like a type four five which wing is, five yeah. yeah wing five which is bohemian that's what yeah so dang it i had to look up something else because i didn't understand i was like i need more because the website the individualist so with the wing of five the bohemian so it has that kind of Arcing. It says, like, I'm really self-aware, I'm sensitive, reserved, emotionally honest, but also cripplingly, like, I'm really hypercritical, basically. Like, paralyzingly hypercritical. Like, you're hyper 
creative, but you're so critical. <laughs> and and this, is, this is the one that messed me up. It had a lot of great, for every one thing that was really like, oh, cool, I can kind of see that. There were several other things that were very debilitating. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it was really... It's, um, let's see, basic fear that they have no identity or personal significance. It's like, shit, I'm just taking... Um, <laughs> You're like, that wasn't my fear, but it is now. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Like a basic desire to find themselves and their significance to create an identity. I'm like, can we not? So when I'm in the wing of three, I'm the aristocrat. But if I'm in my wing of five, I'm the bohemian, apparently. Mm. Type four is known as the individuals. Fours want to be unique and to live life authentically and are highly attuned to their emotional experience. Like that was kind of, that's the gist. Mm. So, and I was a pretty, pretty daggone high match for that. With, like I said, five being, it was 98 for four and a nine or yeah, 98% match for four and a 94% match for five, Mm. which is the investigator. It seeks to understand, have knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. Which, are you a five? I am obviously a five. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. We're even nestled next to each other. So what is what is your what is your wing? My wings are balanced. Ooh. <laughs> balanced between four and six. Ooh. And so, like, I've only taken this test a couple of times, and it's usually, they're very, very close, my type four and type six balance. Mm. Some, like, uh, hardcore... Enneagram people say that balanced wings cannot exist. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. (laughs) So like a five wing four is more subjective, I guess. They're they're like driven to understand themselves and explore their identity and life purpose and they're individualistic and they tend to be more artistic. And so they're, like, driven by a need for, like, personal meaning in their lives. So that kind of sounds like me. But a five-wing six tend to be more objective, more systematic, tend to be more scientific than artistic. They like to play devil's advocate. They cast doubt on pretty much any argument they hear. Oh. Which also sounds like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they both sound like me. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know which one I am. Mm. But I guess INTJs often test as a type five or a type one mm. in the Enneagram world. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think like a type five tends to be, like you said, more more data driven than people tend to be very like searching for meaning in the world by understanding the world, Mm. which is me, less social, (laughs) which is me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I find Enneagram really interesting, probably because I I don't understand it as much. (laughs) Yeah, it's I really I let I had to go to like two and three different sites just to kind of break it down of wings and arches and, and how they find the meanings. But I feel like this particular personality test really does deal with a personal, like I said, more on the personality, emotional seeking purpose-driven kind of life feel as with the other one. I feel like that one is a little bit more about communication, how they're received, how they're perceived and how they received that, that kind of thing. And this one, I just feel like get out of my personal life. (laughs) All right. Well, here's a question. This isn't on our outline. So I'm just like totally (laughs) (laughs) taking you completely out of your element. I apologize. You don't. That's okay. <laughs> so, so, oh my goodness. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he's mad. What is his personality? Oh, is man. He is, one? He's introverted, sensing, <laughs> feeling, <laughs> perceiving. That's probably him. <laughs> so another issue I have with all of these personality tests Mm. is an issue that 
we bring up all the time about all things because yes. it all comes back to race. Mm-hmm. Who is making these tests? Yes. And for who? So where are these like nice little neat boxes coming from? And as people of color, can we actually inhabit any of these boxes? What do you think? Well, that's that's kind of what I was leaning towards when I was talking about these 16 different personalities. Because yeah. I think when you have a person of color, there's a like when you like some of the questions I, I've got, I have the Enneagram personality thing kind of popped up. I feel emotions very deeply. I have a sense that other people will never truly understand me. Who says that? Like, I'm not saying people of color don't talk like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. Right. I'm not limiting people, especially someone who's had that done to them. I'm just saying that doesn't sound like some like a question worded towards someone who's led a life where they have been very aware of how different they are. So when I've read the part of the reason why I answered a lot of questions of like, I don't feel like I fit in. I do feel like a bit of an outsider. I do feel odd. They had several of those questions over and over again. Yes. But of course I, I, but of course I, I feel an outsider. I am the only person of color for what feels like miles. Do you know what I mean? I live out and the thing is the things I'm interested in. I tend to be the only person of color or very few. So with that being said, of course, I'm going to feel that way. So then when I get my results, it's going to say that I have this this ache and desperate need for identity. I feel like an outcast of black sheep. That's true. But it's not in a sense of I'm a black sheep. No one gets me. I'm on the outside. It's I literally feel like I don't fit in. So there's that right. context. But how can they have a question with that much context in it? Mm. How? There's no possible way I feel. Yeah. And I think something that what you were saying brought up for me, I read this really interesting book that was dealing with race and filmmaking. A concept that they talked about within this book was the mind's eye or the third eye, which we know like is its own thing. Um, But they were using it as a way, a term or a touchstone to talk about how as people of color, we have to be not only aware of ourselves, but aware of others' perceptions of, of us. Yes. And it's something that we learn very young. And something that a lot of white people don't necessarily have to develop in the same way, mm-hmm. particularly because we are we are constantly otherized. So we are constantly aware of how our actions are perceived and how that's different than if like a white person were to do the same actions. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something we're, we're very aware of. So I think within taking a personality test, there is that dichotomy that is in tension with evaluating ourselves because it's not only am I evaluating myself, but I'm evaluating everyone else's perception of me. So it's like the questions like I'm a highly sensitive person, for example, Mm. and this doesn't even have to do with race. This could have to do with sex. Um, I'm a highly sensitive person. I think the marker for that as a woman is in a different place than it would be for, for a man. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think asking these questions, you can't, everyone isn't being held to the same standards for each of the questions, if that makes sense. So a white person, a white man who's an INTJ is probably a very different personality type than I am as a woman of color INTJ. Mm, Exactly. And, and, And I think that's why I respect these. That's why we can't solely go off of these really Mm. we can't be exclusive to people who don't necessarily fit in with the right um, mishmash of letters because there is a whole person behind each question and i do think people of color tend to look at things like this like you said it's the perception and if you're doing it for employers like how are they going to what did their what is their opinion of me in asking of this question as well that's once again it's that transparency of being real with myself but only only within this space where my boss might not be able to really truly relate to me would mm-hmm. be the right answer for them that they would want to receive. It's, it's, yeah. It's a very, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a very complex, and I'm not going to say personality types or tests are on the whitelist because it can still be a useful tool. I'm just saying that this is a very, I mean, at best, a very one dimensional, flat 
way of really getting to know anybody on a deeper level. I think it'd be interesting for people of color. Maybe I, I guess I've never really done the research seeing if there are people of color who have done or developed and or are they creating personality tests? Because right. I will I will take that one. I'm here. Yeah. Test it out on me. Yeah. And it, it's interesting to think like not even just along racial lines, but cultural lines, right? Mm-hmm. Different levels. There's different levels, different markers of what any of these things would be across different cultures, I exactly. think. Well, and also even um, social status as well. I mean, there was one was one question about, do you feel prepared for disasters and things of that nature? Even right. that response is going to be very different depending on what your background is, you know, economically is going to be very different mm-hmm. or even gender. Oh, yeah. Gender wise, like I avoid all things that might cause me harm or pain. That answer in itself is very loaded. But then you add on things of gender as well. Where, where women initially have been kind of taught and trained to deal with fear. You can't go down this alley. You shouldn't be walking alone. You should always walk in pairs. Make sure you have your pepper spray. You know, it's just, it's different. It's completely different. Yeah. And that's before we even get into like historical issues with all the soft social, like the social sciences mm-hmm. that are all largely originally based in very racist attitudes, <laughs> unfortunately. Like, that's not saying that uh, social sciences are racist today, but, like, Foundation for Anthropology, um, mm-hmm. the othering of indigenous people, right? Like, <laughs> basis of sociology and psychology. Yeah. All of it is very rooted in uh, racist beliefs of the 1800s. So it's hard, even if these tests today aren't being used in that way, I think you can still trace their lineage and see some of the lasting impacts of that as well. Well, it's impossible to separate the two when that's what its historical foundation is. Mm -hmm. And I love social sciences. I thought I honestly thought I was going to go into sociology. I do love it. But that was one of my main issues is that it's really hard to pull the two apart completely. Because what is sciences but a references back to the past? And we've just made foundational blocks on top of what we have originally found. I mean, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We keep taking back what we found, going forward, referencing back, going forward, referencing back. That that's that's just how these particular sciences work. Still gonna take personality tests though. I mean, it is darn entertaining. Let me tell you, like, I I always get it's a hoot, for lack of a better word. It's a cheap date night. Pour yourself yeah. a nice glass of wine, you and partner or BFF, like sit here, take personality tests, then sw- like swap and have a really good chat. Right. Like many things, it's it's a nice way to open a door to some honest self-reflection and mm. evaluating not only how you see the world and how you want to show up in the world, but how you want people in the world to perceive you and communicate with you. And mm-hmm. that would honestly be a good conversation to have with any loved ones in your life like why not like that seems actually quite mature (laughs) I don't know yeah I think you're right like I said I think we have talked about before that the art of communication we're on the struggle bus it's difficult especially if you are a little bit more you're sensitive or you are private I think this is a really good way to start of just be just be like hey look look this is just how I am Let's let's just go from here or how I can how can I how can I improve on this? Because self-improvement is a part of growth. But it's always good to say, like, where am I starting from? It's 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 just interesting. And I think you have to take it with that with a grain of with a grain of salt. Give yourself grace, but also, you know, be honest. Be real with oneself. <laughs> Far real. Before we we wrap this up, based off of your your personality tests, or even you can even look back at some of your results. What does it say about our friendship, Tamika? Ooh, ooh. In general, <laughs> what I, it means to say that we, I'm shocked with how things that we are so similar at that we would still get along as well as we do. Mm. I think I think it, I think it just thus proves. That we're also a really good mix, I think, because I think we're just different enough to enrich our lives just so deeply. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's healthy. It's a good balance. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I think I really value my 
introverted friendships, I would say. Mm. For for me as an introvert, it tends to be easier <laughs> to be friends with other introverts. Mm. I mean, that being said, my husband is an extrovert. So like, obviously, <laughs> I get along well with extroverts, too. But I think that there is something nice about about that understanding between people that can make make it feel more comfortable, I guess. Like to me, that seems like the biggest personality trait that matters the most. This is a, a personality trait of an INTJ, evidently speaking as well. But also, I like my friends need to be intelligent and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like so judgy and terrible. Like there's well, that's some of your weaknesses. Out there. So <laughs> Yeah. Um and so I think uh I mean you should take that as a compliment that you are Aww. intelligent and interesting. Hells yes. Who is more odd awesome <laughs> than this hoe? <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel better with my personality type, they said that I basically I like finding rare gems and I like searching Aww. for I don't like just like fluff friends. It says I like searching for soulmates, someone who shares every facet of their passions and imagination. So I like sharing my passions and my imagination with you, which for someone who is very private is very difficult. Aww. So and you know, everyone listening is like, these bitches aren't private. Yeah, <laughs> they talk they have about no- all their shit on the internet. <laughs> but look, it took us not to show our faces and share our last name months in. Like, they don't know that this is progress. Like, we are mid 30s, guys. <laughs> Just now getting, we are doing the 20 something thing purge that we should have done yeah. like 10 years ago. We are beautiful. We're like, like that beautiful tea that blooms. Just we're worth the wait, okay? Yes. Yes. Do you happen to have your Myers-Briggs personality percentages in front of you? I would just be interested. Let's see. Oh, here we go. I've got, so I am 51% introverted. Oh, my goodness. I am 89% (laughs) introverted. Which mine is actually, it's gone down. So I thought, I thought, oh. Look, so I'm is mine. <laughs> mine has also gone down. And it's still 89. Look at that. I love it. All right. How intuitive are you? I am 63%. Ooh, 69. Nice. Nice. Right. Nice. All right. How, okay. You are, hang on. I want to, I'm going to guess what you're thinking is. You are 79% thinking. Ooh, good guess. My thinking has gone down. I think therapy really? puts me more more in touch with my feelings. Hell yeah, therapy. I am 63% thinking. Ooh, that's really good. I am 75% feeling. Wow. That's a <laughs> lot of feelings. That's, that's too many I'm, feelings. <laughs> I'm so tired, but I'm private about it, so I'm so tired. <laughs> All right. Please tell me what your judging is. I'm super excited. I am 78% judging. That's amazing. I I'm com- I am higher than I thought I was, so I need to get that checked. I'm fifty seven percent judging. Mm, that's not bad. It's pretty balanced, actually. That's not too too bad. Where are you on your turbulence? I am sixty five percent turbulent. I'm I'm eighty three percent. Wow. Yeah. It's turbulent, girl. Yeah. I told. It's a weird. It's a weird balance. Apparently, mine is fairly it's a very weird oh let's see i make up less than one percent of the population what the turbulence or everything this this yeah my everything my my kind of advocate with my numbers Mm. intjs are like the second rarest personality type i guess and overall they're just two percent of the population but women in particular are very rare so it's less than a percent of women are intjs oh nice look at us and we found each other in a hopeless place (laughs) well should we should we backwash all of this with some happy places um yes (laughs) please Tell me, what is your happy place, Damika? So I'm I'm homeschooling now, which mm. is a thing. It's um I've always had mad respect for teachers. Always, always, always. 
But yeah, I'm going to be baking a lot of goods for my daughter's next teacher when this is all over. I'm just saying, I'll be like, you need a, girl, you need a <laughs> it's mani It's a hard pudding. job, girl. It is. It is. It is. And I always knew I was never cut out for it, but it's been, it's been fun. But for our PE, you know, we go out and we have our morning walks to make sure we get some fresh air. But there's this woman. <laughs> my mm-hmm. for so my daughter participates in things called something called cosmic kids and this is my happy place so, so this woman she's on youtube she does these yoga videos for kids which is sweet i'm like okay she told me that they do them in school sometimes and that's what she wanted to do for our you know rpe kind of transition in between the you know the later half of the day i'm like cool but what she does is that she tells a story while she does it so she did like the Wizard of Oz and she would use all the different yoga poses to do it throughout the story. And it's so daggone cute and it's freaking entertaining. She's done one about Halloween and trolls and fairy flossing and she's just really creative and it's really sweet and it's really effective. And I was having a hard time keeping up because I'm, I, I am very out of shape. So this was a, a wake up call, which is always a happy place that I need to stretch more. <laughs> and two, it was really sweet to do with my daughter. And three, this woman, she's just really gifted. Like when you see someone that's just doing something that I hope she finds fulfilling, you can just tell or she's just really effortlessly, really engaging with little kids, but you don't feel like she's pandering, which I know is very negative, but I don't want people to pander. (laughs) I know, I know. But it's, I don't know, it's its super cute. And I like that, you know, we get to sit there and do this yoga as a little story together. And so it, it kind of is like this little bright spark in our day of all the homeschooling bits. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Cosmic Kids, actually, I just saw somebody, my best friend from my childhood, this girl who Ooh. lived across the street from me when I was a kid. We haven't talked in years, but we're friends on the Facebook. Um, and she was posting about uh, Cosmic Kids because her her kids are really into it and doing yoga with it on YouTube. Yeah, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's so fun. I'm like, I would even tell adults that don't feel confident in or feel weird about regularly. I'm like, just do it. It's fun. It's cute. And it, like I said, she doesn't, she doesn't hold back. I mean, you're stretching. You're doing the thing. So it's cute. I, I highly recommend. What is your happy place? So I have a very good sense of smell. (laughs) Mm. I have terrible eyesight, right? Like I have to wear (laughs) glasses. I cannot see. I have terrible eyesight, but I have very good sense of smell. And so I just recently realized, like I've always liked burning incense and I'm like very sensitive to sense, but I, I just realized how relaxing the smell of incense is. <laughs> like, I don't know why all of a sudden, but I think as we live in this crazy world and are grasping for things to like center us and calm us, I've found a surprising amount of, of calm in just like sitting near some burning incense. Ooh. That's my happy place right now. Yes. Any particular scent? Um, you know, we have a lot of Nag Champa, but my favorite incenses are Japanese incenses, like the incense that smells like a, a Japanese temple. Like, mm. I don't know what it is. Sandalwood and Jinko. I don't know what Jinko is in English, mm. <laughs> but it's it's like this very distinctive Japanese temple smell Mm. that I really like. That's so awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you've just found, uh, you've said it perfectly. You have to find these little things that bring normality and calm and peace. Are you a sage burner? Um, I, it makes me embarrassed, but yes, yes, I am. No, no, don't be ashamed (laughs) because no, no, it's scientific. (laughs) Scientifically proved. You can just say, no, like you're, you're about facts and it scientifically purifies the air which is exactly what we need i need you to give me all your wisdom off air yes we can full full disclosure for me is i i do like a big sage burn and cleansing of my house every month so it's like part of my 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 monthly routine how like what what, what's going on with the energy in the house has to be done once a month is that what's recommended Um, no, it yeah, it's just, you know, following following the cycles of the moon. Oh, oh okay. Word up. 
go moon. I just yeah. wanted to purify the air in my house. I'm just, I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is why I feel like vaguely embarrassed about it because it no. feels like a weird thing to talk about. It is a little witchy, but. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? Like for once, like it's you who feels like a little awkward about something. It's me. It's like, no, scientifically, it's just good for the air. It has nothing to do with the moon and cycles. That's, that's a nice look. We're like rubbing off on each other a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's like my, like I do it at the new moon usually. And it, it is like clarifying for the air and good for that. But I think like the other end of that is that for me, it's a lot about like intention and thinking about what kind of energy I want in my house and mm. like what things I want from the world and to put out into the world. So it's it's like almost like walking meditation in that sense, because it's like mm. I, I really think about those things and try to focus on them as I am doing it, mm. which uh, sounds so witchy woo woo <laughs> it's weird. a little woo it's a bit woo woo but i think there's something about saying about bringing that intention and i think it's that ritual right you're like okay it's this yeah. end of this season and i think that makes a lot of sense for a lot of people of having that kind of you know my husband and i talk about in life you have like those turn the pages kind of moments or you mm. know in your life like i really feel like a page is turned or this is a physical chapter and i think having that moment where you're consciously like okay getting in that headspace of, okay, what has happened? What do I want to happen next? I mean, I think it's a very normal thing. I just, some people do it with a new planner week, which I know you also love your planner, which is not yep. as woo woo. So, you know, this is your balance. I mean, for like, for some people, like I have a friend of mine, she is, you know, she's a counselor and you know, she's a Christian and she like, she prays, she prays over her office, you know, cause that's what she's wanting and what she's hoping for. And, you know, we pray over our house and to us, like, that's how we do and what we want and we desire. And so I think mm. that's, does that make sense? Like that, that's what people are doing with their homes especially i think we're we're in them a lot more now so to bring that space in and be very aware of your space i think it's very natural i mean I, it's just another way like these personality tests like all these things like i don't i don't necessarily believe in them but i believe mm. in the importance of having ritual or having reflection or having these things to help focus your thoughts the power of thought is is very yes. um, very real and so i think whether it's like acknowledging i am this way and this is how i am when you're taking a personality test or mm. you know thinking about this is what i want in the world and this is the energy i'm putting out there like i think those are real real things <laughs> like that's mm, i like it's that it's not just in your mind right like if no, if you're occupying your mind yeah if you're occupying that brain space like you're making it real and not in a like i'm gonna wish for a million dollars and gotta get a million dollars way because <laughs> uh, if that were real we would have all already done that also exactly. corona would be gone <laughs> it would be so collective. gone the parks would be open i would be eating tacos it would just be great you know the the mind is a powerful, powerful thing. And I think maybe that is what should be the theme of this episode. It's just do not underestimate the power of just having an organized mind, a mind that is focused and is not afraid of some self-reflection and self-preparation. There's absolutely nothing with that. It is a very healthy, healthy thing for your mind to do. Yes, absolutely. It's something within all of our our control, right? Like I can I cannot control the actions of others. I cannot control the world outside of me, but I can work on controlling my mind. Mm, let's do it. Let's control our minds. Let's control our mind. <laughs> All right, unicorns. <laughs> we should wrap this up before yes. we get more woo-woo and then yes. I get very embarrassed that such a thing exists <laughs> out there with my name on it. I, I don't um, know. I, we, I just told everyone I'm a type four personality and that I'm a hot mess. So let we should probably <laughs> we should get out of here, guys. <laughs> um, I will say, though, one of my coworkers who is, 
I mean, all of my coworkers are put together, lovely women, fucking strong and amazing. Um, but I'm pretty sure one of my coworkers, I know she's Enneagram four wing five, like oh. you. And I think you guys might be the same personality t- type too. <gasps> I think she might be an INFJ. Girl, hit me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's pretty great. So, um, so I'm just saying you aren't alone. And yes, she's not a hot mess at all. Like she is together and strong and amazing, just like you are. Oh, now we have to leave because now we are feeling things. And we know <laughs> <laughs> that was never the point of biracial unicorns. That's not what I said. Demika's gonna for. cry. We got it. We Guys, gotta go. I, I have to. I am way too. I have not had enough water for this. We've we've got to go. You should. <laughs> you, we have to leave now. <laughs> All right. Um, share your test results with us. You mm-hmm. can also share with us your happy places or your best saging tips, um, <laughs> smudging <laughs> tips. Uh, <laughs> you hit us Smudge up it. via email, biracialunicorns at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at biracialunicorns. We're on Twitter at biracialmagic. Since you are already on Instagram, just go ahead and follow Dolly Pop Art, who's done our amazing art. Please also follow So Smith's Photography, who's done wonderful photos for our for our use. Please also follow Joseph Scott, who's done our beautiful intro and outro music. And make sure you tell your friends about us if they get bored. I don't know how anyone could be bored, but if they are, tell them you've got something for that. Oh, yeah. That was a whole other side conversation we didn't bring into this, but neither of us are feeling bored in this no. world. <laughs> we are no. very busy. And yes. I hope that you all are are comfortably busy yeah. and uh, healthy and strong and feeling as good as you can. And uh, hey, I'm proud of you. You held it together today. You guys are magical. Yeah. Magical. All right, friends, we will be back next week with a mini-sode and in Mm. two weeks with a full episode. Indeed. All right. Take care of yourself. Peace. Out.